Okay, so sorry it's been a while since my last episode. Um, I've just been pretty busy with work. I didn't, and I didn't realize that. I honestly didn't think I would really have any listeners for this podcast. It was just something I was doing for myself. And there haven't been a whole lot, but I've seen that you know a chunk of people have seen have listened to my first episode. And uh, it looks from the numbers, most of them have gone on to listen to the second episode. So I definitely want to keep working on this. And um, and I know this episode is going to be pretty short. Also, if I sound different, it's because I had to get a new mic because my other one broke. So I definitely didn't want you to, to think that I wasn't going to keep working on this if you, you know, liked it and were looking forward to another one. Uh, I definitely want to keep doing this. Um, so I just wanted to let you know and this is going to be kind of a short episode um, and I'll explain why kind of at the end but uh, here's episode three. The first chapter I'm going to go over is um, called of Aule and Yavana. Um, so they're husband and wife and uh, basically Aule he likes craft and stuff so much and he likes teaching people so much that he's and he's so impatient for for elves and men to come about so that he can teach them all the cool stuff that he knows that he kind of gets ahead of himself and he decides he's going to create his own people to teach stuff so he creates the dwarves at this point because his idea of what elves and men are going to look like is kind of foggy so he just does the best he can and the dwarves are kind of the closest approximation that he can get to and he makes them and this is during a day when middle earth is pretty much under Melkor's control so he makes them strong and hardy and tough to kill basically tough to hurt and and they're quick to to be angry he basically makes these people built for a time of danger and of course they're all they they like all the same things that Ale likes so they're super into mountains and gems and stones and crafting things, and they don't care for a whole lot else. So they kind of have all of Ale's weak strengths and weaknesses, in a way. So he makes the dwarves, and Eru Iluvatar, God, immediately is like, Whoa, 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 hey, what are you doing? Like, you can't... I, I have a plan, and elves and men are coming, and you just made these ab- gross abominations and... They're yucky. He's like, come on, man. We, you know, first of all, he doesn't, you don't have the imperishable flame, so you can't gift these dwarves with life and thought. So they're basically only going to do exactly what you will them to do. And if you pay attention to anything else, they're just going to stand idle for that entire time. He's like, so you basically made a bunch of mindless dwarf zombies that can only do what you want them to do. He's like, is that what you want? And he's like, no, he's like, I just, I really wanted to teach people, and he does this whole sob story about, oh, I just wanted people to learn from me, and I was so excited, and, and he's like, all right, well, I'll kill him, and he raises up his hammer to just squash his dwarves out of oblivion, and Eru is like, well, hold on a second, look, the dwarves are flinching away from your hammer, so look, they do have free will, because uh, I gave it to them, because I'm... A really good guy and uh, you know you messed up and uh, I I don't like the idea of of rewarding you for for disobeying me and he's like but here's what I'm gonna do 
the dwarves, they can exist, but they're not going to wake up before the elves, so let me just take these dwarf fathers, there are seven fathers of the dwarves, and just stick them in the mountains and put them to sleep. Uh, and they'll wake up after the elves, because the elves are the firstborn, and that's the way it's going to be. And just so you know, the dwarves are going to be, are always going to be kind of at odds with the other races, because they're a mistake and they weren't meant to be here, is basically what he says. And Ale crafted the dwarves in secret, none of the other Valar knew what he was doing. Um, and so he goes back to Yavanna, and Yavanna finds out, I think he tells Yavanna, like, oh, look how, how considerate and kind and everything that Eru is for letting me keep my gross little beard people. And Yavanna's like, yeah, but since you didn't tell him any, since the dwarves were hidden from me and ever, all of my works with plants and stuff, your dwarves aren't going to respect plants. They're just going to walk around hacking down trees because... They, they have no respect for the things that I make. They only care about the things that you make. At this point, Ale's like, well, yeah. He's like, I mean, but elves and men, they're going to need wood too. They're going to walk around chopping down trees and stuff. Sorry, I just had an alarm go off um, on my phone. So they're going to walk around chopping down trees and stuff too. I mean, they all need wood. You can't, you can't really get around that. And Eru gave them dominion over over the plants and animals so I mean there's really no way around that and so this really bothers Yovana uh, she doesn't like the idea that everything that she has worked toward is going to be under someone else's dominion so she goes to Manwe and is like Manwe are my plants really going to be under the dominion of elves and men and dwarves and everybody like they can just take, hack them off hack them whatever they want and Manwe's like, well, yeah, I don't know why you're asking me that. I mean, you knew that. And she's like, well, yeah, but it bothers me. I don't like it. And he's like, well, he's like, well I, don't really, I don't really know what to do for you. And, uh, and she's like, well, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want that to happen. I, I, want, I want the plants to be protected and cared for. And I don't, I don't want everyone walking around having, getting to do whatever they want with them. And so Manwe thinks about it. And then Eru Iluvatar, like, I don't know, possesses Manwe and is like, Hey, don't you remember that in your song you sang about stuff that would protect the plants? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, what, you think I didn't hear it? I heard the entire song. I heard everybody's part of the song, even the unimportant people. And he's like, so yeah, there's going to be stuff that protects the plants. So he's like, which of the plants are most important to you? And she's like, the trees because they take so long to grow and yet they can be hacked down in, in, in an instant and he's like yeah well there's going to be the shepherds of the trees and they're going to walk around and mete out divine plant justice onto anybody who abuses the, the forests and stuff and so Yavanna's like oh sweet so that's the ends by the way obviously the shepherds of the trees and so she goes back to home to Ale and decides to gloat a little and she's like well, guess what? Eru Luvatar talked to me, and he said that the plants are going to be protected, that I get to have Ents, and they're going to walk around, and they're going to protect the trees, and they're going to smack justice into anybody who who transgresses. And Ale just doesn't even turn around. He's working. 
by the way. He's working on stuff on his forge or whatever. And he doesn't even turn around. He just says, yeah, well, they're still going to need wood. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite moments in the entire book. Just because Ale <laughs> has absolutely no sensitivity toward what Yavanna is upset about. She's just like, oh yeah, well, the trees are important and everybody should take care of the trees and we don't want any the trees anything bad to happen to the trees. And look, I have people to protect the trees. And Ale is just the the perfect pragmatist. He's just like, yeah, well, the people still need stuff to burn and build with. So, I mean, there's no getting around that. <laughs> uh, and it's just... That's just a pure ally moment, and I love it for that. So anyway, that's that's basically an entire chapter right there. Um, is that? And uh, so you can see, Yavanna really cares about the trees, and she has a really insensitive husband. And she was also mad because, like, right now, every all of her creations are basically under the dominion of Melkor, and she's saving what she can. But she, her thought process was like, all my stuff is gonna go from being under the dominion of Melkor to being under the dominion of elves and men and these newfangled dwarves and uh, so you can see why she's pissed off but you can see Ale's point as well which is without wood what what are all these people going to do? Just not build themselves any structures and not burn anything and not have fire. So anyway that's the end of that chapter. Okay so that's the end of episode 3 uh, and I know that was kind of a short episode but the next episode, uh, or the next chapter after this one, the short one, a lot happens. Um, the Valar finally go after Melkor and uh, finally get get tired of his shit and decided to, to tackle him. Um, there's some Tulkus fisticuffs and wrestling. The elves wake up. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about interactions between the elves and Melkor and the other Valar. And so I wanted to make sure to do that as much justice as possible. And there, so there's going to be a lot of details and stuff. I'm not going to be able to do a whole lot of skimming. So I knew that episode is probably going to run a little long. Um, and I didn't want to try to pack this into an episode with it. Um, so that's why this episode's kind of short and hopefully look forward to the next episode because it's going to be some of my favorite stuff in the whole book. So definitely, uh, hope you enjoy that one and this one. Thanks.